Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. It's a city made up of a bunch of distinct towns with their own flavor. I think that actually leads to a lot of creativity, a lot of exchange of ideas, a lot of differences in culture, which are so important in this case. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of the show. Enjoy. This episode's We Are LA Tech shout out goes to Deborah Hockemeyer. Deborah, thank you so much for being so supportive of me and We Are LA Tech and inspiring so many people in the community. So appreciative of everything that you've done to support and celebrate the LA Tech community and helping me grow as an entrepreneur. You're absolutely awesome. Be sure to say hi to Deborah on Twitter at DH. O-C-K-E-M-E-Y-E-R and check out her episode when you have a chance to listen. She's just awesome. Be sure to tweet Deborah and tell her you found her via We Are LA Tech. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Yo, today was so exciting. A little quick personal spot for you. It's Sunday. I'm on my couch, like melting away, about to go grocery shopping for my mom. But today was so exciting for the Women in Tech Puma Collection. We had a get together of everyone who championed the Puma Collection, and I taught them about podcasting, and it was just so cool. We took a group photo, and it was just so cool to just experience everyone's energy. It's been amazing, and it really reminds me of how important it is to intentionally and actively see beyond the transaction. So I'm really big. You guys know I'm really big in customer experience and the experience in general. When I mean see beyond the transaction is what are the community aspects that take place beyond the transaction? So not just delivering amazing customer experience, which could be like a product arriving quickly or like a service being delivered really really well, but like what's a community aspect that could be incorporated? Because today doing that group call where we all got to meet one another and me empowering, you know, people in the community on how to podcast it felt really special. Like it wasn't just a women in tech Puma hoodie or, you know, track jacket they were wearing, but it was an experience they were a part of. And now they're a group of people that can, you know, all support and elevate one another. I was just really proud. It was really, really cool. I feel very taxed right now. I'm like literally sinking into my couch, but it was just a really beautiful moment. So yeah, think about that. What is the community that you could build beyond the transaction? All right. Enjoy the next episode. 
Tech podcast featuring LA Tech companies and talent. So excited for our next guest from Hermosa. We have Cole. Hello, Cole. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. The community work that you've been sharing that you've been doing is outstanding, but let's start from the very beginning. Go ahead, share with everyone who you are and a little bit about what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, starting from the start, right? I yeah, you're, let's start with your name <laughs> and like long walks on the beach and like, no, just kidding. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. The name is Cole, C-O-L-E. I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, and really moved around the country throughout my childhood. I ultimately went to high school in Seattle before coming down to Los Angeles for school. I went to Claremont McKenna College. And really since then, I've called LA home. And so, uh, you know, I went to go work for a startup right after school. Thereafter, was recruited to a consulting firm and then had a kind of a catalyst moment that brought me into the Los Angeles tech ecosystem. And I've been there since. That's the high level for me. Okay, now we're all in a suspense. What was the moment? And I have so many more questions. I was at a consulting firm, like I mentioned, doing a lot of IT and enterprise technology consulting. Interesting in some ways, but I didn't really feel like it was the, the calling per se. And then in March of 2020, the wheels kind of fell off for all of us and COVID was here. And I just felt kind of helpless. Like, ah, man, this is tough. A lot of people are suffering. I was seeing newscast after newscast about the shortage of masks in hospitals. And so I was kind of thinking maybe there's something to be done about this. Was able to kind of pull together this ragtag group of founders and entrepreneurs and VCs across the LA region. We called it SoCal Tech for SoCal Hospitals. We partnered with a local nonprofit called the Count on Me Family Foundation, which, spoiler alert, my, my mother actually runs. She's been running it for about 15 years. And we started putting the word out, taking donations. And, and in about a month, we were able to raise $200,000 and put 80,000 KN95 masks directly into the hands of doctors and nurses on the front lines across LA. And honestly, for me, just working with that group, I felt the spark that I hadn't felt in a while for work and thought these could be my people. That was the catalyst for me of, of I should get more involved in this industry in this in this world, you know? What I love about what you had shared with me before we started recording was how much you champion I felt like how you talked, you just champion people. Like you you just make sure that everyone gets elevated together. You're not looking at a certain sector of people. You're just like, how do I make sure like everybody's getting noticed in the community? So I would love to talk more about your community work. But before that, I think it's cool how we connected. We're both part of this private podcast world. There's this podcast called Acquired. I'm not as involved as you are. So if you could tell us a little bit about the Acquired podcast, I just think it's cool. And I like the guys yeah. and I I, I contribute to the private podcast. And then there's these like random Zoom meetings that I don't even know when they happen, but I met you on one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pretty serendipitous, right? I mean, I'm relatively new to that community as well. So with that catalyst moment last year of in the midst of, you know, some real challenges, there were some silver linings. And I was like, let's make the most of those, right? And I started learning more about all these different communities around entrepreneurship and startups and venture. And Acquired was one of them. I didn't really know what it was, but it said like be an LP. And I was like, I don't really know, first of all, what that means. And second of all, <laughs> how that works for this, yes, right? And totally. yeah, exactly, right? I joined a call and it turned out to be just like 75 humans in a Zoom room talking about interesting technology stuff. That wasn't the same call I was on or was that your first call? So the one that we met on was my yeah. second call. So okay. I had been on one prior. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't know much about it, but you guys, if you want to check it out and we'll include it in the show notes, it's acquired.fm, if I'm not mistaken. It's not LA, but it's pretty cool. Like it's just something random, but yeah. quality to be, it's yeah. random and quality. And you know what's cool about it is that it's filled with very passionate people. Mm-hmm. They go on for hour, like they, they have an hour long for the LP calls and they tend yeah. to run two or three hours because people just want to keep talking about interesting tech stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I have to get up to date on adding that to my calendar, but okay. (laughs) What's more important is the community work you're doing. And so you have this great event even coming up this week, and I'm sure you'll have more in the future. Can you tell us about that? So I'm with latech.org. I'm an advisor for them. Just the very brief genesis of that was I did this initiative, SoCal Tech for SoCal Hospitals. And it was well beyond just me, right? It was this awesome ragtag group of people that came together on Slack and did Zoom calls and coordinated with hospitals and found credible suppliers in the midst of one of the crazier supply chain events in recent history. We were really proud to say that we brought in quality masks too. So that's just something that we were really happy with amidst a lot of fraud that was happening. So, So it was a great effort there. During that time, I was introduced to the executive director of LATech.org, a man named Sean Arian, and then the program manager at the time, a woman named El Akinsanya. Both of them are just rock stars in the LA tech world, so I would get to know them if you don't know them already. They were just really, really helpful in because they were a nonprofit. They were new on the scene, so a lot of energy. They worked with some of the bigger names in the LA tech ecosystem, and they were just really helpful as coaches, advisors, kind of a support system just to say, Hey, we love what you're doing. We love the energy that you're bringing. Here's how you might direct it. Right. And so, because we were all, again, just newbies on the scene, like, how can we make something happen here? And so, after my experience with SoCal Tech for SoCal Hospitals, you know, in association with latech.org, I reached out and said, Hey, I really like you guys. Is there anything I can do on an ongoing basis just to like add to what you're building? Right. And, you know, because I have this bent kind of in the venture entrepreneurial startup world now, especially in Los Angeles, they were like, yeah, we, we bring on member organizations, but right now we skew larger. Maybe you could do something in the startup world. And I was like, yeah, like let's find ways to connect the startups of Los Angeles with the civic and nonprofit organizations of Los Angeles. And so that was the genesis of like latech.org. Now this event next week is kind of, it's related in as much as we do a lot of work around empowering local founders, especially right. ones from you know, like honestly, underestimated communities, right? Uh, haven't historically had the platforms or the stage that they deserve. And so this event was actually built out of a number of different kind of collaborations between this group called Gen Z VCs, a group called Black VC, a group called Latinx VC, and then another organization called VC Familia. This big working team putting together what is going to be called the Black and Latinx Founders Forum. And that is going to be on uh, Thursday the 4th, so next Thursday. And it'll feature um, an intro panel with some up-and-coming VC stars and then kind of a staple of what has become this like roundtable pitch Zoom series where founders actually take the virtual stage and pitch what they're working on to a friendly audience. And uh, two of those founders actually are LA-based. So I'm stoked about that. So it's not just LA, the organization. It's for the US or it's for the world or who's allowed to be a part of it? For this event, it's global. Like there it's are people global. from, but of course I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a homer, right? I really love Los Angeles and that's why yeah. I'm really proud that, well, so for LATech.org, that work is obviously LA-based. Yeah, yeah of and course. And then 
for this event, two of the four founders that are pitching are LA-based founders, and we're really proud of that. Now, if somebody still wants to be a part of it and we're able to rush this episode, like, is it something that people could still be a part of, or is it kind of already done and you can't be a part of it until the next one? Anyone can be a part of it. I will make sure that you have the Zoom sign-up link. It's open. It'll be open until... It'll be open minutes after the event starts. Um, okay, so you can cool. show up anytime. Once you're in, you'll be on our mailing list. We're going to keep doing events like this. In March, we're actually planning on doing, not that there wouldn't be intersection here, but like a female founders forum. And then just like roundtables generally that are that have been very inclusive and are really meant to be this welcoming, productive intersection of founders and investors in a way that is non-threatening and friendly, hopefully. Yeah, I love it. You guys will try to rush this episode. Your event is on February 4th. So we'll aim to get this episode out. Hopefully you're listening to this on a Monday. What is February 4th? What day of the week is that? That's uh, next Thursday. Hopefully you're listening to this this coming Monday. And that means (laughs) you have time to register by Thursday. So just look in the show notes for the links. We will do our best because we think it's a really important event to be a part of. Community is everything. When you think about LA Tech, because I could tell you're genuinely passionate about the culture here in LA. I have a couple of questions. One, how does LA compared to like why this city when you're not from here instead of other tech cities? And then my secondary question is LA or any city for that matter in this pandemic is really abstract. I feel like cities yeah. don't exist at the moment. <laughs> I feel yeah. like only Zoom Nation does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so where do you get the sense of community here in Los Angeles during the unusual time that we're living through? So it's kind of like a two-parter yeah. In general, why LA for tech? And then where is the connectiveness community right now for LA in tech during this pandemic? Well, so for me, there are the stats that I've been learning with the venture scene that I'm trying to build and, and trying to be a contributor to. We graduate more engineers every year than any other city in the country. Like you would think maybe SF, but no, it's Los Angeles, right? I mean, LA doesn't really have to introduce itself to anyone, right? It's it's a globally known city. And yet it's amazing to me I guess from an entrepreneurial standpoint and a business standpoint, that it's still in my mind, and I think in many opinions, yet unrealized, right? Like that mm-hmm. there's still it's a global force, but from a maybe from a venture standpoint or a startup standpoint or a founder, whatever tech standpoint, it's still well on its way. It's not even close to where it can be. I generally don't buy into the whole like SF or Silicon Valley is dead tweets. I think it's less an or and more an and like. Mm-hmm. Silicon Valley will continue to exist and LA can be a powerhouse. And, you know, Austin or Miami or all these other places that people seem to have hot takes about, like, I think that you can see entrepreneurship grow everywhere. And for LA specifically, like, I don't know, I just look at it like, what doesn't it have, right? I think that if you feel claustrophobic in Silicon Valley, you can look at this expansive, beautiful region of Los Angeles that offers deserts and mountains and skiing and beaches. It offers like just a rich cultural tapestry amazing food, amazing entertainment. I mean, all the things that we love about it. Right. And the fact that like, again, if you feel maybe boxed in in Silicon Valley, like you can be in LA and still be 50 minutes away from another part of LA and not just because of traffic. (laughs) And so I just think that there's this energy about it. And I think that the fact that there is kind of this, like it's a city made up of a bunch of distinct towns with their own flavor. I think that actually leads to a lot of creativity, a lot of exchange of ideas, a lot of differences in culture, which are so important in this case. And yeah, so from an entrepreneurial standpoint, like not only is the quality of life there, but I think that you just have this 
ecosystem that's really conducive to innovation and like challenging of ideas in a really productive way. So that's like my YLA. Did I answer the second part of the question? I want to make sure I get to that as well. What do we do during this pandemic? Like, how do we feel a sense of community? I feel like this applies to every city around the world. It's not exclusive to L.A., but L.A. has this really pre-pandemic. It has this really beautiful, like connective culture. You were asking me before we started recording, like how kind of the L.A. tech ecosystem came to be. And so there was an L.A. tech ecosystem probably in the 80s, something I'm not aware of. Right. And then something went away. Again, I'm not privy to all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the 2000s, there was an investor. There were like 20 of us and we'd hang out at his place in Venice and we'd have like barbecues at his house. And that was LA Tech. And then in, I believe it was 2009. At that point, maybe it was like 60 people and we all fit in a photo at South by Southwest and it was dope. And that was LA Tech. That was, that was LA Tech. <laughs> and then South by Southwest. Right. And then and then like just step by step. So like we have this you. really connective culture of like barbecues and like beach volleyball and like yeah. co-working spaces. And then in this pandemic, we have it's Zoom. taken from us. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you so, know what? Yeah. It, no, it's, it's a great question. I feel like it, it's applicable everywhere. But with LA, maybe there's a special kind of flair to it. I have found that like people make the most of the situation they're in, right? We're really resilient as just a species, I suppose, a hallmark of ours. I would call it an approximation of what community maybe has been. But I do think there's legitimacy to the online communities people have built. And just because you can talk to someone from around the world doesn't mean that there's not a resonance of talking to someone via Zoom in Los Angeles, right? Like there's kind of a kinship, even right now, right? We're on Zoom. Right. Like, I know you're in LA, like I know you're right, you know, over there somewhere that kind of makes me feel happy and connected to this community. Mm. Um, I think that there's been this, when you can't be in person, when you can't gather, and hopefully that changes soon. But like, I just think that people are going to move online and make the most of the tools they have. Like the community that I feel proud of having built so far with the DealFlow Roundtable and the Black and Latinx Founders Forum right. and with latech.org has been done almost, if not entirely remotely. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've met amazing people like you, like we've never met in person. And yet I feel close. Like you sent a welcome video when I first connected with Mm -hmm. you. And that was so sweet and so thoughtful. And it made me smile for the entire day. And so I just think that there are all these. (laughs) Oh my God, that means a lot. Cause I like, I put a lot into creating those. You look, you look bad. I hope I can say badass. (laughs) You had just worked out. Like I was like, damn, like I should go for a run. Like, (laughs) oh my God, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) you totally caught me off guard saying that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. It just, it, it was cool. And and so like, I don't know. I think that people are making the most of what they have. They're using the tools in, in new ways. And I think a lot of people who we're not familiar with or comfortable with making friends online have become much more comfortable with it. And I think for the better, that being said, I mean, with latech.org and, and other organizations I'm a part of in Los Angeles, like there is that itch, I think, to get back in person. And what that looks yeah. like going forward, I think will be some cool mix of like the local get togethers, which I mean, fingers crossed those will be happening again, right? I um, hope so, and, yeah. yeah and, and then the mix of like, how do you mix in then like the, uh, the global context or bring more people to LA, so to speak, right. via Zoom or via... So I think people are still connecting. I'll put it this way. I've definitely felt like, you know, like we all have isolated at some points of the pandemic, but maybe at the, at the risk of overdoing it on screen time, 
which I'm sure everyone can cut down on that. Right. When I feel like I've leaned into those communities that I've seen and just kind of said, Hey, how cool is it that I now get to talk to like, I don't know, an investor in Sweden who is Mm -hmm. lovely, right? It just makes the world feel a little less lonely at the moment, even if it is through a screen. A little sidetrack tip. Again, it's not an LA tip, but just something because we're talking about connectivity and we're talking about not being alone. Cool. I feel like you're probably already on it, but if you guys haven't checked out Lunch Club, really cool lunchclub.com, you just get matched with like quality business people or just professionals around the world to meet with them for 45 minutes. And surprisingly, like really great quality people. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Retweet. I like it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fun. I added my sister to it and she like will do several a week and be like, I met this person. They're really fun. Like they're in LA. And I'm like, yep, yep. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. So lunchclub.com. And if there's some sort of wait list, just message me and I'll give you like invite code. So you don't have that wait list. I don't know how they're doing it these days, but yeah. Cole, thank you so much. Okay. So first of all, how can people connect with you? Let's start there. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of ways they can reach me at Cole at la-tech.org. That one's easy. My Twitter handle is at Cole J. Mora. Also try to keep that simple and easy. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, just C-O-L-E-M-O-R-A. Really love like this ecosystem, obviously. I'm a big, big, long LA guy now. (laughs) And so I'm really happy to talk with anyone about this ecosystem, about ways, if you work for an organization and you'd like to get more plugged into our civic and nonprofit organizations across the city, uh, reach out about that because again, latech.org is meant to be that hub of public-private partnerships. So, like, you know, the alliteration there is on point. So you got to reach out, right? That's so cool. <laughs> no, I love it. I absolutely love it. And okay, uh, first question is the non-selfish question. It's selfish for you, but you have to answer <laughs> it in a selfish way. What can we do as a community to accelerate you forward in your success? Oh man, well. You have to answer selfishly. Okay. No, no, no. (laughs) Like, like realistically. So I am getting more involved in, like I said, like the venture world. If there are founders out there who are LA based and they have a startup they're working on, please reach out to me because I love working with Los Angeles based founders. I love meeting with LA based companies and I'm obviously quite bullish on what people are building here. So yeah, my selfish ask would be if you're building something here, please talk to me about it or refer me to your friends who are building something here because I want to talk to them and I might be able to put them in front of people that could help get them to the next level. And where should they reach out? What's the best for that case scenario? You know, for that one, I think the best is probably going to be LinkedIn. I'm very receptive. So just send me a connection request. Say, I heard you on the We Are LA Tech pod and, and we will start a conversation there. Radical. Okay, my last question, which is, Super selfish. I am obsessed <laughs> with software and productivity yeah. tools. What is your favorite mobile app or website or something? Just it could be yeah. any any kind of tech tool. Okay, so my girlfriend introduced me to Notion about a year oh, ago. Yeah. And I know it's a bit of a basic answer, but it's super true. It's not basic. Like, okay, it's not basic. Well, yeah. Well, so Notion is dope. I use it for all sorts of things. I use it for keeping track of People I've talked to, I use it for taking notes. I love that you can just create a link that you send to people. If you're, I'll put it this way. If you find yourself taking notes on like Word docs or in your Gmail drafts, go to Notion instead. You'll love it. So I like Notion. And then like, I mean, Slack is always good. I mean, I feel like you can you can ostensibly run a company via something like a no-code, low-code software like Notion and Slack. And then obviously like, I'm pretty open about like, messaging and stuff. And if we connect, like I'm almost positive, like almost for sure going to give you my number and just say, yo, text me. 
Um, <laughs> I'm super ca- well, because that's just the quickest way to get to me, right? Yeah. So like, you know, the, the software and then just simple old uh, iMessage. You are a lot <laughs> different than me. I do not give out my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a question that I always ask, and I can't believe, I think we talk so much about just the connectivity of LA. I'm blown away that I didn't ask this, is what's a tech company or talent like a person or a company that you've come across who's really impressed you? She's actually going to be pitching during that event that I mentioned next Thursday, uh, the Black and Latin X Founders Forum. Her name is Kelsey Davis. She is the founder and CEO of Collective, which is basically a marketplace for creatives, people who produce content, people who produce art. It's really, really cool. She actually is an LA transplant. So she she's from the East Coast and I'm really happy that she's here now. And like literally this past week, we were just talking about how this is the place to do it. Here, she's like, I believe, I'm in, I'm all in. Like, I, I want to be here, I want to build here. So she's amazing. And then the other one is Brittany Chavez. And um, co-founded by Miles Montez. <laughs> there it is. I got in touch with them a few weeks back. They're just so cool. And it's LA-based. Again, marketplaces, I think, are awesome. There's just so much that you can do with them. It's an amazing community they're serving. And yeah, I'm just excited. So it's really cool that I get to shout out two LA entrepreneurs or two LA entrepreneurial teams that are going to be featured in this event next week. And, awesome. and hopefully, I mean, you know, if, if my first conversation with Kelsey is any indication, like we're going to be passionately talking about this ecosystem for years to come. That's awesome. Cole, thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. And we had yeah. Miles on, so definitely check out Miles's episode. We'll include it in the show notes as well. If you want to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary people in the LA Tech community, remember, go to the We Are LA Tech Facebook group at wearelatech.com slash community, wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Hi, this is Cole Mora with LATech.org. I'm an advisor who focuses on startup strategy and growth in the area. We are the hub of public-private interaction in the Los Angeles tech ecosystem. I'm based in Hermosa Beach, and you are listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Anna Freeberg. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.